1: Welcome back to episode number 79 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title of this episode is What We Do for Jesus, Part 2. This week we are continuing to explore situations recorded in the Bible whereby individuals really thought they were doing God's will and pleasing Him, only to find out that they were wrong. These individuals may have had good intentions, but in the end, they realized that their actions or attitude did not truly reflect that of our Savior. Today, I'd like to share from the Bible, Matthew chapter 26, verse 45 to 56 in the NIV. And this is what it says. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour is near, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hand of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large crowd armed with swords and clubs and sent from the chief priest and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him. Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Jesus replied, Friend, do what you came for. Then the men stepped forward, seized Jesus, and arrested him. With that, one of Jesus' companions reached for his sword, drew it out, and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Put your sword back in its place, Jesus said to him, for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Do you think I cannot call on my Father, and he will at once put at my disposal more than twelve legions of angels? But how then would the scriptures be fulfilled that say it must happen in this way? At that time, Jesus said to the crowd, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I sat in the temple courts teaching, and you did not arrest me. But this has all taken place that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him and fled. Now, looking at this passage, we see that Jesus and the disciples were in the Garden of Gethsemane. And then he forewarned them, after he had had some time in prayer, that his betrayer was approaching, and that really his betrayer was right there upon them. Judas, according to his knowledge and perspective, thought that he was doing what was right, but he was betraying the very Son of God. He had walked and talked with Jesus for three years, and yet he was blind to the truth. And now he, along with the crowd, were coming to arrest Jesus. And even with being betrayed, Our Lord and Savior Jesus did not let a mean word come out of his mouth. He knew that he had come to earth for this reason and that prophecy had to be fulfilled. And yet, even more than that, if he had not been crucified, died, buried, and resurrected, all mankind would be lost forever. So all people would be separated from God And that is not what Jesus wanted. So here we found out that Jesus was fulfilling all that was necessary to do the Father's will. And in our topic, again, we find out that there are things that we do that we think are fulfilling the Father's will, but it's going contrary to what he would desire. And we must be careful and seek out his wisdom to make sure that our will is surrendered and in alignment with his will. We see that Peter thought that he was doing what was right by stepping forward and striking the servant of the high priest, cutting his ear off. And we know it was Peter because in John chapter 18, verse 10, John lets us know that it was Peter who drew the sword. Matthew, I guess, is being nice here and not mentioning Peter by name. But really, we know that it was Peter in accordance with the gospel of John. But Jesus told him, Do you think I cannot call him my father, and he will not at once put at my disposal more than twelve legions of angels? But how then would the scriptures be fulfilled that say it must happen this way? Again, we see that Jesus' earthly mission and what he did was in alignment with the Father and was fulfilling the overall plan and will of God. Jesus also at that time said to the crowd, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I sat in the temple courts teaching and you didn't arrest me. But this has all taken place that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. I know that Jesus is God and he knows all things, but I have to imagine that his heart was broken when all the disciples deserted him and fled. And in light of our topic for this month in discussing what we do for Jesus, Peter was trying to step up and defend Jesus from the crowd. And anyone would think that it was the right thing to do. Anyone could have done the same thing, but it was the wrong thing. It was not going to fulfill God's will for Jesus or for mankind as a whole. Peter cut off the man's ear. He used violence and had the same attitude as the crowd that came to arrest Jesus. He looked just like the world and didn't reflect a Savior at all at that moment. Wow. Just think about that. And the fact that they all at the end fled and left Jesus? It behooves us to stop and evaluate what we believe we're doing for Jesus. For we can believe we're doing the right thing only to find out that it's the wrong thing. Maybe we should stop for a moment and ask ourselves some questions. Maybe even just these three. Number one, is this a quick reaction on my part, or am I being led of God to do this? Number two, will this help the individual and build him or her up, or am I about to tear him or her down? Number three, Will God be blessed with the results of this? Or am I really doing this to please myself or make myself look good? I know there's a host of other questions that we could ask ourselves. But we need to at least ask ourselves these three. There's so much at stake when dealing with other people. We are to be a reflection of Jesus and not our own will. Our will needs to be surrendered to his will. So let's stop long enough to evaluate if what we're about to do is really for Jesus or for a personal outcome that we desire. Let's pray and ask for his leading in all things, no matter how big or how small. I trust you will. Join us next week again as we dive into this topic further. And in the meantime, smile! Jesus loves you!
0: Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to twmforjesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.